What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another podcast of Philosophy. I'm your boy, Phil, coming at you live on this wonderful Wednesday afternoon, taking a quick break from work, having a good old time. Today, we got in the podcast room the Mr. One and Only Riley Higgins. For those of you who can't see, he's waving to the imaginary crowd. So, you can talk now. Before <laughs> you come into the conversation. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because otherwise people are going to think I'm just talking to myself, and that's just awkward. That's normal, though. I mean, facts. I mean, <laughs> we don't share secrets on this podcast, man. <laughs> Trade secrets. But, yeah, man, well, welcome to the podcast, Philosophy. Um, don't think you listen at all, but welcome. People, we have tens of listeners on here. This will be my first time listening to it. Exactly, because you're in, in it. Exactly. exactly. Can't really get away from it. I know. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, man. So this is uh, kind of exciting. So people who don't know who you are, you are the South Campus Worship Associate, Worship yes, Pastor, yes. your Worship Associate, or Associate Worship Pastor. Yep, so, Associate Worship Pastor. Yep, so that's how that works. And then, uh, But you're primarily for South Campus. You do that service there. You do students. You do late night. And pretty much anything else a student tells you to do. <laughs> yeah, accurate. That's kind of kind of how we all do things around here. That's yeah. like that final line. Whatever else Stephen says to do. But oh, and he's great to work for. He's he's a lot of fun. For super laid back. Um, but yeah, man. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So you are how old? I am twenty three years old. So you're the young buck of the group. Yes, you are yes. the youngest. I'm no longer the youngest. I'm you. I'm used to it. I'm the youngest brother. Mm. So you're used to being the youngest of the crew. So that's yeah. that's nice. I'm no longer the youngest, which is kind of weird because you're like in a way over top of me, but you're younger than I am. So it's a little weird. But uh, get beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Lord, <laughs> may have to edit that one out. <laughs> okay, well, all right. So, but yeah, no. Um, but with that, it's 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 a fun dynamic. Is I like you don't act like a like a twenty like a twenty young a young twenty year old would. You know, you're <laughs> you're more mature. You know, you have that. You have the bit. Well, like when you're out there leading worship and you know you don't lead like a college student you lead like you're 50 <laughs> and appreciate so, that well, like you, I, don't, I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's definitely a compliment intended as a compliment you have that ability to lead when you lead well i appreciate that and so but um in inside the office you i can definitely see the 20s coming out and <laughs> we uh play a game called pop darts not for those who are confused it's not pop tarts even though those are fantastic, we don't eat Pop-Tarts in the office. We play Pop-Darts. What that is, is uh, I'm actually let Riley, he introduced the game to me and Sean and Steven and Abby, and so you get to explain what the game is. Well, it was first introduced to me by my brother-in-law, but it's these little silicone darts with suction cups on them, and you just try to, you put it on a flat surface, and you, you have three each, and you try to get it to the... Get your dart closest to the target, mm-hmm. and, and and it's cornhole it's pretty rules, awesome. Right? Like the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the cancellation the, rules. Yeah, where the yeah. points work. So it's it's if you get it on the board, it's three points, and then an extra point closest to it is closest three to points. the target is three points, and it's a point extra. And so, um, and then if you get it on the on the target, it's ten points, which yes. that's happened happened a couple times. You yes, and, you and Sean have both gotten it on there, and so um, so that's always fun and exciting. You. Um, so that yeah, so that was fun. You and I played that a little bit earlier today. So it was kind of fun and fun to play around with that game. It's a nice uh, mental break. It is, yeah, yeah. You don't really have to think playing that game. You're no, you like just you're, fling it exactly, and hopefully, don't break something in the process. Yeah, 
But it, it's a good mental break. I think we, you know, the Christmas season is is fun, but it's intense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's people are like, oh, it's you know, you know, it's it's time to slow down. Like all oh, your your production stuff is done, but you're, you're right. Like the you know a lot of the daily day to day stuff is slowing down, but at the same time, it's when you you got the biggest things of the year. You got the we had our big Christmas production, you know, a couple week, weekends ago. Unfortunately, someone had to miss it. <clears throat> yeah, we don't want to talk about who was that guy. You know, Riley. But um, anyways, it's not like you skipped. You were sick, so it's not like you could control that one. But COVID nineteen. Yeah, you, you kind of have to quarantine with that one still a little bit. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so you were sick, and but it was a really great performance, a great time. We had a good time with everybody, and so again, to put on that show, three and six was fun. And then yeah, so then the next our next biggest thing is Christmas Eve coming up. We got six services, three campuses. That's fun. That will be exciting. Um. Just had oh, yeah. had a conversation with Stephen, getting, uh, you know, trying to trying to get volunteers to to be part of that service is 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 a little hard because they're like, well, it's Christmas Eve, I want to be off, but we're trying to also have the conversation of like it's one of our biggest services, we need all hands on deck. It's also Sunday. It's also Sunday, yeah, so like you kind of should be there anyways because it's church, but it's the you know just trying trying to make it where you know we have enough volunteers that we could get we have enough volunteers that should be able to get you don't have to work every single service you just like pick one of the services one of the campuses to work and then you attend the other service with your family and so uh, i think that's the way we're going to go so pray for me as i I get to have that fun joyous job as sean says god bless you and your ministry (laughs) and so it's it's one of the one of the it's fun i enjoy it i love being a part of it but but yeah so we got christmas eve coming up coming up but that's kind of our next biggest thing on the on the table in between, we had preschool Christmas. Uh, last night was our big the preschool kids got to get up and um, sing what I think was music, um, which when you're that age, they just get out there and sing their heart out, and you're like, I don't know what you're saying, but you're really adorable. <laughs> and so that's the that's that's the part about preschool Christmas. And so, um, but yeah, so we so they get out there, and then we have. Um, you know, we have the school does stuff throughout the, the next next few weeks. We've got a big Christmas get coming up this weekend with them. And so it'll be fun, busy, a lot, got a lot of things going on. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. so, and so you're, you came in, um, how, how, so how long have you been working for FBC? When did you officially start? I moved here October 20th and that was a Friday. Mm-hmm. And you pretty much started that Sunday. Started that Sunday. Yeah. So like you, you literally like started. Like moved in and started working kind of immediately. Yeah, so, so I guess the twenty second was my first Sunday. Yeah, so so it's been a little over a month and a half. Yeah, so month and a half in, and for for you've technically been working for FPC for a month and a half, but two of those weeks you weren't here. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's. I mean, I it's, it's you know you have that those pre. What do you what do you call that? I was I my words ran away from me. I couldn't think of it. It's um, like pre pre engage like pre pre arrangement. Like if you have, you have things that are pre planned. Yes, you just have to like you. They were on the books. Like this, unfortunately, is just yeah. what it is. And yeah. you know, which is that's the nice thing about FPCs. They're flexible. We're flexible. We make it happen. You know, mm-hmm. and so but yeah, a month and a half. You came into the kind of the craziest time of the year. You know where it's it's. It's the funniest thing where it's so busy, but it's so relaxed at the same time because we have so much going on. But at the same time, there's a lot of time to, to play 
pop tarts or pop darts. <laughs> Play pop darts and, and eat pop tarts and, and just hang out and have a good time. But also, where we're working and you know that kind of stuff. But it's uh, it's it, it. Christmas is a fun time around FPC, and yeah. it's it's one of my favorite times of the year. Um, but yeah, so you came in here about a month and a half ago. Where were you previously to this? I was in Bainbridge, Georgia. Nice. And what were you doing up there? I was working bivocationally okay. at a church there, uh, which was a church plant, actually. Mm. And as of January, they will be two years old. Nice. That's exciting. So yeah. so you were bivocational there. What did you do outside of your Sunday role? I was an electrician apprentice at a company called Metro Power. Nice. So electricity, that's fun. It's, that's, shocking. Yeah, it's sho- it's shocking. I didn't want to take you for an electrician. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, you know. <laughs> that, uh, the timing on that was my, uh, <laughs> yeah, sound effects on this machine are great. Yeah, it was a great job. Um, I, I wish that I could have some work on the side to do, um, whenever I'm free. Cause I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Just on the, the construction side of uh, the job mm-hmm. and being able to build things and make them work and see that satisfaction. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times I've heard it from other people, um, especially people in ministry mm-hmm. that full-time ministry positions are often um, just so full of um I guess stressful situations that sometimes just never have that um, satisfying resolve mm-hmm. that like building things does. Mm-hmm. And there's just like always a next thing. It's always you're working towards Sunday and then on Monday you're working towards the next Sunday and then a, a repetitive process. Mm-hmm. And um, trade jobs like any kind of construction. There's just that. There's that satisfaction that a man appreciates, mm-hmm. where you can use your hands and build things from start to finish and see the fin- finished product and have some sort of satisfaction. And then you know, again, mm-hmm. but it's on. It's on to the next project. But I mean. I think it started when I was uh, young, having you know toys like Legos and Lincoln Logs, and <laughs> yo, Lincoln Logs were the best. Dude, though. Hot Wheels, you I just love. build stuff, and you can see that creative process mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing. You see something so bare, and then you just put work at it, mm-hmm. and you see the finished product. Yeah, um, you know. I think that's a that's a that's a guy thing a little bit, yeah. you know. Not, I mean, not no dissing to you know females who are in construction and things like that, but like yeah. I think that's a guy thing. We always like to build stuff. Yeah, I think that's just a trait in men. Yeah, that men never really grow out of in a good way. So I went into my room and I, you know, I had a, at the time it was a twin size bed, and I just I had no room. Like my room was small and it was I mean not tiny, but it was you know it had stuff in it. So I just need more room. I was like, man. If I could just go vertical, someone said, like, if you just go vertical, like, that'd be great. You know, I'm like, hmm, interesting, vertical. 
And so I started thinking, like, oh, well, they make those lofts, you know, where you have the bed up and then you got the, the desk underneath. But I was mm-hmm. like, my, um, you go buy the pre-made ones and they're like, I have to squat because I'm six foot two. So, like, you have to, like, bend over to get under everything. And, like, <laughs> I just, I just know me one day I'm going to come flying and I'm going to hit my head or do something. And I'm just going to continuously do that. I'm going to get frustrated. And so I'm like, what if I built something that... So I designed it. I I, I stuck down a pencil of paper and I designed mm-hmm. this um, loft bed that the safety rails, they collapsed down and held the mattress in place. And then you you unflipped a few locks and took out the center brace and then and moved the ladder. And then the bed lifted up out of the way. And then and all of a sudden you have an open floor plan. And so and I, I had a couch underneath of it. So I had a little mm-hmm. lefty underneath it that sat in front of my TV. And so if I wanted to, I could come underneath there and just leave it closed down. But if I wanted an open floor plan, you you just, within three minutes, you had the bed flipped up out of the way and you mm-hmm. had an open floor plan. And That's so pretty sweet. It was a pretty cool design. It was really cool to build. It took me like two or three days to build it. And mm-hmm. like, you know, you're taking your time, which was really, really fun because then, I'm, you know, I'm sleeping on the floor, sleeping on the couch, like, you know, don't I'm trying to sleep everywhere else because my bed's gone, you know. <laughs> and so... So, which is fun, and so, like, you, you do that, and um, and so it was really fun to just to build and have it together, and then I never used it. <laughs> it was one of those, like, I was like, ah, oh, man, and so I'm like, I just wanted to get rid of it's it. It's cool, but not necessarily practical. Exactly, and so it was really, it, I was proud that I did it, and it was like, I did this thing, I, I designed it in my head, and I built it, and it works, mm-hmm. and, like, that's awesome. Yeah. But now I'm like, I, no, I just, so anyway, so I'm like, Tried to sell it, tried to find someone that would want it, and then finally my next-door neighbor who has always helped me with stuff, and he never asked for anything in return. He never he, – he's willing to jump in there with my car, give me tools, give me anything I need. Never asked for anything in return. He's like, well, I'm like – so I was telling him about it. He's like, well, it's – I'll use it. He's like, I, I'll use it to build stuff. So I gave him all of the wood. He's like, do you need to, like – do you want anything for it? Do you mean, like – which I was originally wanting to sell it, but I'm like – Man, you, you you do all these things for me all the time. This is you you're gonna be able to use it, then go for it. You know, like if you're gonna turn around and sell it, then yeah, give me a little bit of something out of it. Like, but if you're gonna turn around and use it, and he I mean he turned around, and he built this whole like portable like workbench that mm-hmm. he could roll and and do things on. And so I'm like, okay, go for it. You know, and so it was cool to see what it 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 got use out of it again. You know, mm-hmm. so he 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 saw that wood and installed something he could make out of it and built his own thing that's he he's using it for now. And so yeah. it was kind of cool, but. But yeah, man. So you uh, you're 23, and uh, you're married. Yes, it's exciting, Miss Amy. Yes, she's pretty awesome. She's amazing. So, yeah. Well, I I can't say that, but you can you can say that. Yes, I, I I mean you can say she's amazing. Oh well, it might be a little awkward, but <laughs> she's awesome. She's cool. I um, she calls me a different name. I can't remember what the name is off the top Dustin. of my Dustin. Dustin. And that's, I think that's just a little inside joke between. It, me, her, and Sean. Yeah, because that's how he, Sean introduced. Like, I'm like, "Hey, I'm Phil," and Sean goes, "Yeah, he's Dustin." And you're like, "I have no, I know everything I need to know about you." And I'm like, "What did I miss here?" <laughs> like, I'm sitting there, like, normally I have to like go through the whole spiel of who I am, what I do, how much I do, blah 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 blah. And Sean's like, "Yeah, he's Dustin." And you're like, oh, "Okay, I get it." And then I, then I go to introduce myself to your wife, and he's like, "Hey, he's Dustin." And so now, now I'm just Dustin to you guys. And so <laughs> I'm like, I still never even met this guy. <laughs> And so I, I I just know that the one day I get to meet Dustin, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, I'm Phil, or I'm I'm you," <laughs> like hello. <laughs> and so if I ever meet this guy, who knows? Yeah, one day in heaven when we all get together. 
What a, we all? What a one day! What a day of rejoicing that will be. <laughs> a little hymn joke there. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, speaking of hymns, you're you're uh, you kind of jumping. You're you jumping into the Christmas season, and we're doing nothing but hymns this year. Pretty much. So during the whole month of December, which is uh, which is easy. What what's easier to you to have a track and a click or do like hymn? It really depends. I mean, I mean, actually, one of the songs that we're doing this week. I don't think I've ever sung before. Which one? I mean, I've heard it, but the birthday of the king. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. Um, I was having to, I was having to learn it because mm. I, I don't think I've ever actually sung it before. Um, nice. But in that sense, um, it would be easier to have a track. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, start over. Hymns, I love singing hymns. Mm-hmm. They're very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Typically, everybody knows them. Mm-hmm. You can literally just stand up there and sing it, and there's not really much preparation that needs to go into it. Right. Piano player, as long as she knows it. Yeah. You or can he. Just, or he. Yeah. Um, we don't discriminate piano players here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said she, she because our South Campus piano player is a she. Is oh, sorry. Forgot about Samuel. Yeah, we got Samuel. <laughs> but it's very, very easy to sing hymns. Mm-hmm. They're... They're always great, and you can just pull them out whenever you need them. Yeah, um, they're a pretty like easy go to thing to just uh you know turn yeah, to your yeah. hymnal six hundred and seventy five. And uh, whenever we sing congregational songs that have tracks and like click mm-hmm. and um, everything, that's it. Typically takes a little bit more preparation, but because we have tracks and clicks and guide, um, mm-hmm. you have a a very strong support system through that yeah and it's very hard to get lost <laughs> yeah i get that but it does happen because <laughs> you have that that click click click, click chorus <laughs> yeah exactly and so which that's fun and uh yeah so that that's cool i i i like hymns i i my our generation kind of i think doesn't really do the whole hymn thing you know we i feel like our generation was more they like the Contemporary, which there's nothing wrong with contemporary. There's nothing wrong with just going hymns. I think there's a good middle ground here. I think we here at FBC we do that well. Mm-hmm. The the you know not just one or the other. Like I think we do it really well. I think we have a good blend of com- a good combination of it. I think that Stephen does it so well that he like when he does a hymn at eleven o'clock that people sing it and they know it and they sing out mm-hmm. because it's it's not just like oh we'll just do a hymn because we get the other stuff no it's like they they want to sing they want to they want to sing yep. the, the truth of the gospel through their music mm-hmm. and so i think he i think that, that that we do that really well here and so but but yeah so hymns uh hymns galore this christmas season it's it's kind of fun and so um it's funny whenever christmas hymns like i, I honestly just don't really think of them as hymns typically yeah. i just think of like Singing Christmas carols. Yeah, good old, like. good old Christmas carol, yeah. <laughs> I remember I called you into the sanctuary yesterday because I was having to put in O Holy Night, which is, you think, why do I not? We had the song in the computer, we just formatted wrong. Like, we we hadn't used that particular profile, which, for those of you, pro presenters, we, you see the words on the screen, that's what we use. So, profile is just a file for the song. Long story short, profile was formatted incorrectly, and so I was reformatting the pro- profile, and I was like, I don't even know this verse. I've, like, never heard this verse of Holy Night. <laughs> and so the, the thing that was the verse we weren't doing, but I was, like, interesting. Like, you, But, like, when I read through it, I'm like, this song doesn't make any sense. Like, this is, like, it doesn't line up. Then I started singing it, 
like you would do like the first one, and it it I, you just got it, you know, because that's the that's the thing I noticed about him is it doesn't that like the tempo and the pattern and and, and the melody line kind of stay the same throughout the whole song, mm-hmm. you know. There's not much change, and so that's that's why it's easy just to pick up, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why I like a lot of contemporary Christian worship is when you hit that chorus. By the time they come through the second chorus, you're singing along with them because mm-hmm. the chorus is such easy to pick up, you know. And and really. There's not a whole lot of difference, yeah, between modern contemporary mm-hmm. songs and hymns back then. I mean, yes, there's there's difference in the way they were written mm-hmm. and um, everything, but I mean, songs are songs. I yeah, mean, the foundation of them, yeah, is the important part. You just, as long as you know the melody. Yeah. I mean, it has the same format, verse, chorus. Mm-hmm. Really, many many contemporary songs that are different mm-hmm. now are because they have bridges. Right. Which, yeah. you know, <laughs> they which weren't typical just, in hymns. Yeah. Which is just, an, just another verse, but it's pr- practically, yeah. yeah, you know, which is kind of funny. Like, they, I wonder who came with the idea of a bridge. Like, oh, we can't, we can't use, you know, it's not just verse five, it's, it's a bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so, which is it, which is fun. I, I I enjoy a lot of our contemporary stuff we do. I also enjoy the hymns that we do. Um, like I said, I'm kind of an old fashioned guy when it comes to music. I love all music. I listen to all music. I will listen to any song once. You send it to me, I'll listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, unless it's by someone that I know that I've listened to in the past that I don't like, then I then I'm like, nah, fam, I can't listen to it. But I'll listen to anything twice. And uh, so I one of my favorite Christmas albums. Um, is the for King Country's Little Drummer Boy mm-hmm. that that whole album live album is so good? It's I've listened to it. I went to see the concert live. It was fantastic. I absolutely, that was my number one favorite Christmas album of all time. I listen to it every year. And until? this year, until this year, uh, Tommy Prophet. Oh yeah, his, you don't the, even got to tell me. Right, the uh, the birth of a king. Mm-hmm. That I I so when it came out in twenty twenty. I remember um, a friend of mine suggested me to listen to it. And then I was like, oh, I'll listen to it. I never actually listened to it. Like, I think I listened to, like, one song that was good. I kind of forgot about it until I was scrolling through um, some reels. And there was um, Mary Did You Know mm-hmm. with uh, Jordan Travis came on. And it was Tommy Prophet. And he's like, when I did this song, he's like, I had to pick this guy. And I listened to him. I'm like, oh, this dude can sing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need to listen to this. So I started listening to the album. I'm like, it does. it adds such a whole new twist to all the songs. Seriously. And my favorite one, which, I mean, I didn't think it could get any better. Was, Joy of the World. No, it was not Joy of the World. It was... Um, Noel. No, it was uh, Angels We Have Heard on High. Okay. I believe it was Angels We Have Heard on High, maybe. I think, yeah. It was, I think it was Angels We Have Heard on High, because that's the one where <laughs> it's like, it's got like this good beat to it. I'm like, okay, I'm liking this. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the song, he drops to a rap. Like, he starts rapping in the middle of Angels We Have Heard on High. I'm like... <laughs> What? And I just start. I mean, I, I think I was literally losing it in the cars. I'm hearing of this, and I'm just like, I'm like, get it. And so I'm like, okay. So it has. It is that one has now become my favorite Christmas album. It is. Yeah. It is. So really topped it. it there, there's some songs like they did, like they did, um, Silent Night, and I feel like Silent Night, and then it was Oh Holy Night, uh, or the, or the other two. Um, I'm trying to look up the actual album real quick. 
yeah, Silent Night, and then it was Oh Holy Night. And so Silent Night, it was just, the reason, it's not that it wasn't, it was great, it was a really good composing, the lady who sang it was really, she had a really great singer. It was just the tempo. Mm-hmm. Like, there was just this, in, in the background, it was just da 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 the whole time. It was just this driving melody, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, she, it's not like she fought the melody. It's just she did her own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Silent Night, anytime I've heard any arrangement of it, it's easy to sing. Because everyone knows who Silent Night is, or knows the song, knows the thing. And so it's easy to follow. It's, mm-hmm. it's the melody line stays the same no matter what the arrangement. She, like, put her own melody line to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like silent night, holy night. You know, like it's like you, there was just a hesitancy or a latency, or you know. Yeah. And my, and so my brain started. It start. It, it felt like they were off time. So I'm like, I'm sitting there like yeah. starting to like snap the tempo. I'm like, you know, like I'm conducting a singer. Like mm. get back into line. Like I know how to even conduct, but I you know I, I I like to pretend like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and so, anyways, but. It was that one and Holy Night, same thing. It was just like they did their own little run, and then they sped up the words because they were. It sounds like they had like held the the word out too long. Yeah, and they had to speed up the fra- the next phrase. And so, anyways, once they got once they got like into into together and they were doing the harmonies at the end, it's, it they started to like get back into a kind of a syncopated rhythm. Mm-hmm. And so, but that was that's my only two complaints for the whole album is just because I'm like those are the songs like I don't care if you want to like if you're if you're redoing the whole song. And redo the whole song. Mm-hmm. Like, don't have the tempo of the song be traditional, and then change the words to not traditional. You know. Yeah, I so. think. Um, I guess on that note, I think whenever somebody redoes a well-known song or covers it, I guess. Um, it can be done very well, mm-hmm. and it can be done. Very not well. <laughs> um, I think when whenever people try to get, I guess, I mean, it's it's all subjective. It's all creative differences, really. But um, I think on that album, my two favorite are Joy to the World mm-hmm. 2 and Noel. Mm-hmm. He is born. I think... Both of those songs uh, were just done so excellently and arranged so beautifully. Um, my personal favorite is Joy to the World 2. Mm, I, haven't, um, I haven't got that far in the album yet. You, dude, you need to listen to it. It's my favorite song on the album. Okay. Um, it starts off with a different melody mm. that is not Joy to the World, really. Right. The, the words are the same. But it starts off different. Um, it's it's a melody that you've never heard before, mm-hmm. but it's it does justice with the words, mm-hmm. and he he's a fantastic singer. Uh, I think his name is Clark Beckham, but he's going through a couple verses, and then the whole song is is building up, and there's a breakdown, and then it bursts out into the original melody, mm-hmm. the tune that everybody knows. Yeah. And it's just so epic, and he's <laughs> such a fantastic singer. Right. That it's just, I mean, I think it's one of the best renditions of redoing a popular song mm-hmm. and doing it justice. Yeah. And in my opinion, making it much better. Yeah. 
Um, that's good. That, I'm looking forward to hearing it. It's 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 exciting. I I, I think it's a like I said, one of my new favorite albums for Christmas time for sure. Yeah. I um I, I kind of want to watch the because it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's the, the live con- one, the live concert on YouTube. I kind of want to sit down, put the surround sound on, and and watch it. You know, and uh, that that'll be fun. Uh, another thing that I just remembered. Apparently, in the, every podcast, if you go back and listen to it, no, no, are you a podcast listener in general? Yeah. So, we'll like be a like, little bit. Well, uh, will philosophy be in your new line of podcast listenings? I will consider it. That's a good church answer. That is a good church answer. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, whenever I'm listening to in a podcast, it's in the car, mm-hmm. and I'm usually listening to the Bible or a, a preacher teaching about the Bible. Mm-hmm. I, not to give just such a Christian answer, but like, right. um, no, I mean I get that. If you've ever heard of the podcast um, "Into the Word," mm-hmm. it has it has been so helpful to my. Uh, spiritual life, mm. um, especially the past, I don't know, year and a half. Like whenever I started working the job in Bainbridge, uh, the uh, electric company, um, I had like a 45-minute drive every morning mm. to and from work. Mm. <clears throat> and I would, what else do you do on a drive? You listen to music and mm. you you do something. Right. Listen to podcasts or whatever. Or just drive in silence, but that's typically not me. Right. I either listen to music or listen to a podcast. And I I just got to a point where I was just so sick of pressing shuffle and not knowing what to listen to. <laughs> I was like, I want to use this time wisely right. and be able to, you know, strengthen my walk with the Lord mm-hmm. and strengthen my biblical knowledge. And um, I found this podcast that's called Into the Word. Um it's a pastor from a Baptist church in Canada. And um, he basically on a journey of teaching through every single chapter of the Bible, mm-hmm. start to finish. Um, he's done a bunch of books. He's still going through it. But I've um, listened to a lot of his podcasts um, mm. through many books of the Bible. I can't, I can't, really remember what all I've gone through, but I've gone through <laughs> a lot of books. Nice. <laughs> and it's awesome because he actually has an app that it's a lot easier to navigate. All this stuff is on there. Nice. You just If you're reading, I don't know, Romans in the morning, mm-hmm. you'll maybe read a couple chapters and then like go listen to his... His breakdown of it. His breakdown of it. And it's it's great. It's insightful. Um, I think that's good because that, that gives you kind of a, like, you read it for yourself, but now here's someone who's a lot smarter than you are. Not sp- you specifically, just in general, some smarter exactly. than the person listening that, yeah. you know, can give you kind of a better insight of it. You yeah. Know? So I yeah. think that's that's cool to, cool thing to do for sure. So, awkward silence. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a great yeah, thing. That's cool. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, that that's cool, man. I think that's really awesome. So, yeah, you know, definitely don't put philosophy above that, that <laughs> podcast for sure. But now uh, we got, you know, I don't even know what episode this is, but glad to have you on it, man. It's and this sounds like I'm wrapping it up. We're not actually wrapping it up. We're just gonna continue on. So, so yeah. So you uh, started off as a, uh, but how did you like come to know First Baptist Church, Leesburg? Like, how did how did who who showed you like how did you find out that we were hiring? You know, like 
was that through Sean? Yeah, through Sean. Yeah. So so how did you? So you were you uh, were a bivocational guy in Georgia, mm-hmm. but how did you know Sean? Like how did how, I know Sean? Yeah. How did you know Sean? Starts way back when, he back in old. the Stone Age, when yeah. I was a wee little puppy. No, I was <laughs> I was about ten years old. Um, my brothers, the two of my brothers, uh, my oldest brothers, they went to school with Sean mm-hmm. at the Baptist College of Florida, and um, they were pretty good friends. Mm-hmm. My oldest brother Donovan and Sean were. Um, pretty close. They would drive um, together back to like back home because they were from around the same area. Mm-hmm. And, and Sean's around. Sean's from around the Eustis area, not Eustis. I forget. I forget where he's originally from. But they rode together. Right. And um, we would meet at the Wildwood exit mm-hmm. um, and pick up Donovan. And I remember meeting him from college and you know I didn't know him back then I was really young but mm-hmm. um connections through my brothers nice um and then when I went to college at mm-hmm. VCF um I think my second year he came to First Baptist Chipley mm-hmm. and started as the worship pastor there and that was that was pretty cool Nice. Because I was like, hey, I know him. He went to school with my brothers. <laughs> and then my senior year, I had a senior internship that I needed for my um, degree program. And I uh, I wanted to do it under Sean. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I started going to First Baptist Chipley. And <clears throat> kind of, I was an intern Nice. Uh, under Sean and how long did you intern for him with him for unofficially f- actually, in my whole senior year nice so it was about a full year nice. two semesters nice yeah so un- unofficially so what was officially sorry unofficially for one semester officially for one semester mm, nice so once was for like school credit yeah. and then the other one was like an actual church intern like position paid. yeah nice that's exciting. So that's how you met Sean, and then fast forward a couple of years later. So after after that, we both kind of left Chipley at the same time. I graduated college, mm-hmm. and then he moved down here to First right. Baptist Leesburg. Yeah. And after I graduated college, my wife and I moved to Bainbridge, and mm-hmm. that's where I started the job at Faith Community Church mm-hmm. and Metro Power, and we lived there for a little over a year. And... um I guess this past summer, I was actually at work at a, at a construction site, and Sean called me. I was like, what the heck? Why is he calling me? And uh, he told me about this position, and I would I told him I was I was interested. I wasn't necessarily looking to leave, right. but I'll, I, I'm interested. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to I wanna hear him out. Yeah. And... Um, Talks like that went on for a couple months mm. and ended up ended up taking the position. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. So, then you took the position and then, you, you know, we worked here for a little bit. And you and I, 
really haven't worked that many Sundays together yet no. <laughs> because uh, whether you're out of town or I'm out, out of town or, out, or at a different campus or something like that. So we actually really haven't got the work the well that much together, but on Sunday morning when it comes to that kind of stuff. But, but yeah, it's been, it's been fun working with you, man. It's been, you're, you're a great addition to the team. You know, you're, Appreciate you that. know, it's, it's fun. You, you, you fit right in, which is, <laughs> which it's, if you, if you guys know, we're, we're, a, we're a, you know, a ragtag bunch of people, but uh, it's, we're, we're a lot of fun. We get the job done and it's really exciting. So yeah, so um, being a worship leader, what is your favorite? What so I, you, you told me this earlier before we start the podcast. You don't like saying favorite. So like, let me phrase it this way: You're a worship leader and you're listening to music. What is a song that's just kind of hitting you right now? Like this is good. So right now, I have I have a, like a a list of songs, <laughs> like a playlist right. of songs that I would like to do in the future. Mm-hmm. One of them that I really like right now mm-hmm. is Praise His Name by Sovereign Grace. Mm. And um, it's, man, it's just really good. Nice. Yeah. That's good. So I'm, I'm a fan of Sovereign Grace music. Mm-hmm. I like I like their stuff. Sovereign Grace. Sovereign Grace is one of those, like, like it's a, it's like people are like, that's who that band does that. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's like, I like the song, but I don't know who that is. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like a Phil Wickham or, a, you know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say they're a very mainstream popular group but i mean anybody who is um looking for theologically accurate dependable mm-hmm. they're they're pretty much go-to group yeah like, sovereign grace is pretty solid yeah i i wouldn't say i like all of their songs i mean they're probably all uh, i'd say it's safe to assume all of their songs are theologically accurate right but that doesn't mean I'd I'd sing all their songs. Right, I get uh, that. I do get that one. Like, I do understand that they, that feeling. They they have a a good amount of really good written songs though, um, mm-hmm. musically, and uh, I think that's praise's name is is one of them. Yeah, there. Uh, that's that's a good one. So what's another one? Give me give me give me your top two. Let's see. I'm gonna, let me check the playlist. Ah, uh, pull out the playlist. He's pull out the playlist, guys. Let's see. By the way, not not comparing playlists, but my 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 worship playlist is thirty six hours and forty five minutes. <laughs> well, this is just a a, a tentative to do list. Ah, okay. it, it's not that extensive. Ah, okay, that makes sense. And it goes through vetting processes in my head. <laughs> um, have you heard of the song "Abide"? No. By the Worship Initiative. I've not. Again, I am also a fan of the Worship Initiative too. Shane and Shane are great. Yeah. Great at what they do. Um, That's good. I'm just gonna play it in the mic. Uh, just a little copyright issues. Oh man, we can't really do that. I'm sorry. Never mind. You know, hey. Well, it is a good one. It's it is a good one. one yeah. They're uh, speaking of Shane and Shane, the worship initiative. Uh, so another connection that you and I both have is we both have led, currently lead, South Campus worship team, youth team, and so um, I want to clarify that youth team, not Sunday morning. Um, they would never put me in front of a microphone on Sunday morning, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no Sunday night we uh, I led it for a while and you stepped in, into that role. But one of the songs we uh, we have a track to, which I don't, don't know if you know this is, but because he lives the worship initiative, but it That's is a not great one. But it's not Shane and Shane's version; it's the other version. Which one? Yeah, John Mark Cole, I think, or something like that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember the exact version of it. Is it like the bluegrass type one? No, it's that's Shane and Shane's. 
That's what that's so the I like story. that one. <laughs> yeah, so the one we're doing is um it's uh let's see. Hang on. Pause for awkward sounds. Uh yeah, his drum are cool. Uh, I'll I'll play it for you afterwards, but um, but it's, a, uh, <clears throat> it is, um, it is really good. It's piano led and driven. It's really pretty. And I lo- love the version. And so <laughs> we, we did that and, but everyone thought we were doing the bluegrassy version. And so they came in and they're like, you know, all right, Phil, but like, how are we pulling this song <laughs> off? They keep asking them, I'm like, we'll just pull it off. They're like, I'm like, but how? I'm like, it's not that hard. Like, it's, it's because he lives. Like, I get it's a high key. We're adjusting the key down, but, like, it's not that hard. And then they told me, they're like, no, nah, this is, then they play, then they played the Shannon Shane's version. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not. I, I can sing Southern. <laughs> I can do Southern all day, but no, nah, we're not going bluegrassy. But, um, but yeah, no, we, we, so we do have that version. The kids love it. They know it. So in case you're interested cool, cool, in using cool. it, uh, we'll talk, we can talk more off, off podcast yeah. about what we've done before. But yeah, man, so that's fun. That's exciting. And, uh, so, but no, I'm, I'm a big worship initiative fan. Shane and Shane are good with what they do. Um, mm-hmm. I think another theological sound group is that they're, they're pretty solid. Yeah. Everything that they do, they have one album that's like just nothing but Psalms. Like literally the Psalms just mm-hmm. put it, put to melody, and so it's really pretty. And I'm a fan of that album a lot. And uh, I think they have a couple of versions of that, al- like a couple of volumes of that album. Yeah, they had a couple that came out recently. Their Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a, a few of those um, albums, I think. Yeah, but which, yeah, which really, is really, really good. Which is really cool. Just I, I love that idea. Just putting scripture, literal scripture to music. You yeah, know? I mean that's that's what the Psalms it, were. Well, uh, yeah. And so, are, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <man. laughs> they still are, Riley. <laughs> but cool, yeah, man. Well, um, so so that's cool. So tell us, uh, you know, so you were, uh, where are you born and raised in? I was born in Pikeville, Kentucky. Kentucky, you like fried chicken? Of course, exactly. Come on. <laughs> um, the like I see, born in Kentucky. Were you raised in Kentucky? Uh, till I was three years old. Two or three, and then you moved so to Florida. I can't, I can't really claim that I'm from there, but I can. Cause, okay, you, know, so you were born family. There. Okay, and then you did then move to Florida after that. Yeah, nice. yes, and then Florida kind of your whole life after mm-hmm. that point. From essentially 2003 to 2018. Nice, and then now. <laughs> <laughs> nice, that's cool. You you uh where do you, you live in Tavares, right? You pretty sure you're not that far from my house. It's still Leesburg. Oh, so, oh yeah, you're you're down by the mall, yeah, so it's yeah. still. Yeah. Quote unquote. So that three, four, seven, eight, eight. <laughs> not not four eight. Yes. And so that that uh that was a fun thing. I used to work at our church thrift store and so I had having to memorize zip codes <laughs> with where they went. Three two one five nine. So Lady Lake, no where the villages, ma'am, that's Lady Lake. No, we're in the old villages. We were the, we were the villages first. Okay, you're in the villages. Type in Lady Lake. <laughs> like <laughs> you type in three two one five nine villages, it's gonna screw up the GPS and so but, but yeah, man, that's exciting. I don't, I uh, no, I know. Normally, we we do a lot more introduction and kind of a, a breakdown into your personal. We t- we t- we dig out all the deepest, darkest secrets <laughs> here on the podcast. No, no, we're just kidding. But that's uh, I enjoy having you on here. It's been fun. Yeah, it's uh, been a few minutes over forty minutes, so now that's that's okay. It's gonna be. It's uh, we'll go, you want to go for two hours? Let's go. I don't. We actually don't have the time to go for two hours. We, <laughs> we actually kind of need to go back to work. That's the beauty of a Wednesday. But the, like I said, it's beauty of, of FBC. We have the time to take forty minutes and just kind of sit down and do a podcast real quick. And why? Why? 
all both of our computers are busy doing our jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so when you when you have to wait on things to sync and upload and do all the fun stuff and you know all of, all of the things, but but yeah, man, it's exciting. Fun. It's a uh, so you can uh, there's we like to end the podcast one of two ways. Okay. We either either end it with a dad joke, or with a if you could give a piece of advice, what would it be? So, man, I wish I would have thought of a dad joke. Are you good at dad jokes? Is I mean, anyone I really good at dad jokes, though? My dad. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a dad yet, so you got a dog. I guess that I got. A, I got a dog. That can that count though? Does that count? Not really, but I got a dog. You got a dog. You got any dog jokes? No. no. But I do have a, a good piece of advice. Okay, what's your piece of advice? Lay it on us. I mean, it's classic, but okay. you can't forget it. It may not be as applicable here in Florida, but okay. don't eat yellow snow. <laughs> yeah, it's not applicable at all in Florida. Um, that's just Mountain Dew. Yeah. That if you see a bottle of Gatorade or Mountain Dew that's, that's warm and doesn't have any carbonation, don't drink it. Mm-mm. That's what we do down here in the south. We 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 warn people not to drink the yellow Gatorade. <laughs> drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> such a fun way to end the podcast. It's <laughs> such an awkward way to end this one. But hey, it's it's good. It's good, man. So seriously, and like any any uh, words of wisdom from the good Mr. Riley Higgins, like <laughs> deep theological, philosophical, lay it on me. What All you right. got? All right. Earlier you talked about possible favorite Bible verse. Mm-hmm. I like to think of John three thirty, okay. where John the Baptist is talking to his disciples. He says. He must increase and I must decrease, mm-hmm. referring to Jesus. Right. I like to think of that, and whenever I, whenever I do think of that, I'm reminded about each day that our own selfish ambitions mm-hmm. or selfish fleshly desires need to continually die and be suppressed as to make way for sanctification mm-hmm. in Jesus his life and desires and um, work to be done in our lives. Mm. So that's good. I like that verse. I think that that's a, that's a good uh, applicable verse. We can all kind of take, take home with us, you know, taking that, that he must, I must decrease so he must, so he can increase, you know, having, having that mentality of that, we can't do it on our own. Yeah. And so, it was kind of cool. So the last podcast I did, um, did it by myself. That was awkward. <laughs> Talking to a wall. But um, it was like one thirty in the morning. I couldn't sleep. Needed to get a podcast out. So I just talked and talked and talked. But we talked about Joshua and the wall of Jericho and just kind of that hopeless situation and kind of hopeless situation of the whole Bible. And it was kind of cool. The point that I think that I was is the one of the, one of the most beautiful points of the whole story of the wall of Jericho is that do you think that all of them walking around blowing trumpets and screaming at the top of their lungs was going to actually walk, knock the wall down? No. Right. It was the fact that they followed God and did exactly what he said he was going to do. Exactly. And then he came through, you know. So, like, we have to, like. It was all God and it his was. doing. And his, and his time. His works. <laughs> yeah. But 
it, it required our obedience. Exactly. And so and that's the Israelites. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I think that's that, but that's such a beautiful thing of like that story in of in so many other stories, but that story in itself is truly how we're supposed to live. We have to, we want, we expect God to do this and that and this and that and that and this, and we expect him to do all these things, but then we're not willing to do our part. We sit here and go, all right, God, you know, give me a job. Give me this. Give me that. Give me this, you know, and he's just like, okay, well, I can. He he obviously could do that if he wanted to, but he requires us to to follow him and, and trust him and and do what he says do what he says to do. Mm-hmm. No matter how crazy, no matter how insane it would be, you you do what God says to do. And then he came through and said, "All right, now now I'm going to let you let you have your reward." You know, and so I think that that's such a beautiful thing. Is it? It's it, it wasn't because they walked around the wall seven times and shouted and screamed that the wall came down. It was because they shot and screamed to do what God said to do is because of what the wall is because that's why the wall came down, you mm-hmm. know, and it was all in God. And, and it also teaches us that it's in God's timing, not in our timing. Yeah. And so I just think it's a really, really cool, cool thing to, to tie out was, you know, we must all, always be hum- humble ourselves to let the Lord increase in our lives and, and not even increase anything, you know, monetary or physically, but just like, to grow our relationship with him. Yeah. And then ultimately to, we have to trust his timing and, and walk forward. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, just a, you know, cool way to, to just to remember that daily and walk through it as, especially as we're going into the Christmas season, mm-hmm. you know, this is the time of year where it, it can get easily construed that it's, it's about the presence. It's about this. It's about this when it's truly about the, the fact that, that God sent his only son down. Yeah. And, and so it's, uh, it's just a really cool um, thing to think about as we're getting closer to closer and closer to the birth of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, but all right, Riley. Well, I appreciate you being on the podcast. Uh, we're uh, we're going to be wrapping up uh, season one soon, so you're close cl- <laughs> helping closing up season one, and uh, we'll, we'll start season two first of the year. All be right. cool, and uh, maybe we'll get you on next next year sometime. I might make a cameo. Uh, yeah, cameo appearance. Just open the door. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, man, I appreciate you being on, and I appreciate you uh, taking time to talk. Yeah, thank you.